Stephanie Winslow, and I am so grateful to be with you this morning to bring to you a message from the Word of God. If you have a cup, let's lift it up and let's ask the Lord, Lord, would you fill us up today with the hope that you have in store for us through the power of your Word. We are going to begin a new series today as we're jumping into the month of February um, on Wednesday, and this series um, maybe for some of you, maybe you don't know this, but um, last fall I was able to, I had the opportunity to go through a leadership certification program to teach and train on John Maxwell materials. And um, if you are familiar with leadership, especially within the, the Christian circle, John Maxwell, I'm sure is a name that you are familiar with, but he um, teaches from the leadership and uh communication tools from the vantage point of the Bible, using the Bible as his framework to teach and train leaders, people to become leaders. And so, as I said, I had the opportunity to go through that training, and a part of that training, um, I have been able to, to look at and use a lot of his different resources, and there's one in particular that I want to walk through with you this month. And it is based on his book called Today Matters. In that book, I'm just pulling really a segment from the entirety of the book. It's just one segment that we're going to walk through. It's 12 um, or 11, 11 or 12 little points um, that talk about just for today. Just for today. And I feel this sense of urgency to talk to to you to talk you know to for myself to reflect on just for today what am i going to commit to do just for today we get so bogged down by uh, big mountains in front of us and the realization that it's just taking a small bite at a time and over time that thing that we're working toward the change that we're hoping to make the move that we're wanting to to do those things are able and possible over time through being consistent every single day. So along with that, though, is this sense of urgency for me to realize and recognize what God has put on my heart about this idea of legacy, this idea of, of passing on generational blessing, the idea of, of stirring up the momentum to bless the next generation. And what I mean by that is that today, how I'm living my life today impacts the future generations. The choices that I'm making today, they don't just impact me. They impact people around me. And also, they impact the generations to come. One of my favorite scriptures is that God blesses the righteous for a thousand generations found in Deuteronomy. And I believe that how we are living today, the choices that we're living, making today, and how we're living our lives today, it's not just about us for the here and now. Yes, it matters for the here and now, but it also matters for the future that comes ahead of us through our children and our grandchildren. So if I'm choosing today to live a life that is following after the ways of God, those choices that I'm making, even though it's separating me from the world and it's causing me to stand out and look different than the world says I should look or I'm not following after the patterns of the world, it's going to obviously kind of shine a light 
on, on how we're living because we're living different than the world. It may mean that we walk through seasons of persecution. It may mean that we walk through seasons of being cast out, but it also means that we have the hand and the favor and the blessing of our Lord God because we are choosing to live according to his law and not the law of the world, not the standards of the world. We're choosing to live in opposition to the ways of the world and instead pick up our cross daily and follow after Jesus, living the way that he chooses to live, which is that upside down viewpoint. It's that upside down that we're living our lives as servants, that we're living our lives and as a servant, we're choosing to give up our rights. We're choosing to, to lay down our rights for the benefit of others for the blessing of future generations to come. And I can sit here and talk about this because I am living proof that prayers that were prayed generations ago, I'm, I'm in this place today because of that. I'm in this place today uh, the, because of the future gener- or, excuse me, the prior generations who paved a road ahead of me that lived in such a way that they, they demonstrated to me what it was like to be hardworking. They demonstrated what it was like to have my priorities in order and focus on family. They, had, they lived in such a way that taught me what it was like to, to live according to the law of the Lord serving others around me. And that is what I want to talk about this month, is that today matters, and just for today, let's focus our, our attention and our energy on one thing, just for today. What am I going to focus on today? How am I going to live my life today that's going to bring about uh, a change in my life in a positive way, that's going to impact the world around me, that's going to um, point others to Jesus, that's going to not only impact what's happening today in the short term, but recognizing that the choices that I'm making will impact the long term. And there's greater things to come. How we live today will impact the future generations. I want to read to you a few different verses because this, in my mind, really stirs up just how short our time is. And it's this cry from Romans 13. I'm going to read to you verses 11 through 14. This is 11b. It says, Wake up! Wake up! For our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. Wake up! Time is short. It's not going to keep on rolling and rolling and rolling. Time is short. Have a sense of urgency about how you're living. Recognize that how you're living today matters. Wake up for salvation is nearer now than when we first believe. The night is almost gone. The day of our salvation will soon be here. So remove your dark clothes and put on the shining armor of right living. And you can find that in Ephesians 6 talks about putting on the armor of God. The shining armor of right living. And then I'm going to skip down to verse 13b and it says, Don't participate in the darkness of wild parties, of drunkenness, of sexual promiscuity, and immoral living. 
And we can all hear those things and, and kind of look at, yeah, well, I'm not really participating in all of that business. And then he goes on to say, or in quarreling and jealousy. Quarreling or jealousy, immorality, sexual promiscuity, drunkenness, wild parties. These are just things that we can separate ourselves from. The world tells us that we should be participating in these things because this is normal. Let's have fun. Let our hair down. So are wild oats. And yes, for a moment, those things are exciting. For a moment, those things are invigorating. For a moment, those things satisfy in, in the moment. But as the days roll by, that same thing, when it becomes pattern of behavior, leaves us empty and void, feeling hopeless, feeling desperate, and exposing our desperate need for God, quarreling in jealousy. How much of our life is wrapped up in being wanting to have the last word, wanting to prove our point, wanting to get our view across, wanting somebody to know just what we think about something. And stirring up discussion for the sake of having our voice heard. And jealousy. So much of our lives, I believe, is uh, the, the things we buy and purchase, the, how we, where we go, um, what, we're, what drink we're carrying in our hand, um, the, whether, you know, it, the, the coffee that we buy, the, it's all about the status of having the next best thing or the one-upmanship of our neighbor. That seed is jealousy. That seed is envy. And we need to be mindful of that. Do not participate in the darkness. Instead, this is verse 14, clothe yourselves with the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ and don't let yourself think about ways to indulge your evil desires. Clothe yourself in Jesus Christ. That's the second time it mentions that to put on the armor of right living. Clothe yourself. Clothe yourself with Jesus Christ in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ. And do not indulge yourself in the, in the evil desires. These verses call us to, to three things. One, it's this cry to wake up. Stop doing the things we've been doing to, to call it a timeout, if you will. If you've been watching football games, let's call a timeout on how we've been living. Wake up. Pause, reflect. What are the things in, the, in, your, in your life that are leading you down a path that leads to darkness and destruction that's not going to give you the, the, um, the path forward that's going to lead to eternal life, that's going to lead to a life that is full and flourishing. It's going to leave you empty and bare. Turn away from those things. Wake up. Turn away. Turn away from the darkness. And then be clothed in the things of God. Be clothed in right living. Be clothed in His mercy and His compassion. Be clothed in His presence. 
And that means you're going to have to set aside the things of this world. You have to lay down the jealousy. You're going to have to lay down having the last word. You're going to lay down having you know, your ego stroked and be the servant. Go about this life in a, a, a way of humility. This weekend, I had the opportunity to facilitate to speak at this women's worship night. And if you did not see the live stream if, or if you were not there, I recommend that you go back through my uh, feed and find this worship night because I know that you will be blessed. Yes, there was great music. Yes, there was testimony. But more than anything, that night was covered in prayer. My friends who were in the worship band and I have spent months praying for that moment. Praying that God would use it as an opportunity to touch hearts and lives. That it would be a, a revival in the hearts and the minds and the lives of women who have been um, just worn out and weary. And that we would in those moments be clothed with the presence of God. Filled up, ready to go out into the world and proclaim the goodness of God because we had an encounter with Him. Do you need a new encounter with Jesus today? He's right in your midst. You may not see him with your eyes, but you can feel him and his presence is all around you. Don't ignore it. Ask him to reveal himself to you. Ask him to meet you where you're at. Ask him to help you throw off the darkness that has been filling up your life and to clothe you with his light. Enter into his presence today. Enter into his goodness today. Wake up and morning by morning as your alarm clock goes off may you wake up with this hunger for God the first thought in your mind when you wake up is Lord thank you thank you for another day of life thank you for another day of breath thank you for another day to proclaim your goodness to live as your servant to serve those around me. May that be the cry of our hearts, recognizing that just for today, I can stand on the promises of God. I don't need to worry about what's coming down the road, how I'm going to be provided for, what, what my job's going to look like. I don't need to worry about what's going to happen with my family or my health or anything that's going on. All I need to know and, and focus on is just for today. I'm going to choose to live my life surrendered to the only God who deserves all glory and honor and praise, and that is my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, God, I just thank you so much for this opportunity to sit at your feet. And Lord, today, for those who are listening, Lord, I pray that you would stir up in them the sense of urgency 
to cast off the darkness that has filled up our lives, Lord, and just to focus on you to focus on your light. And Lord, for those who, who maybe say like, I hear you, but I, I don't even know where to begin. I don't even know what to do. Lord God, I pray that they would have the courage to reach out and ask for help. They'd have the courage to cry out to you, Lord, and let you meet them in their desperate place. Meet them in their yes, in their desire to say no more to the patterns that they have been walking in, God, and to trust that you hear them, to trust that you see them, to trust that you are giving them the strength to make a change. And Lord, may we know uh, without a shadow of a doubt that the way that we live today, the choices that we're making today, they matter. And just for today, Lord, may we have the courage to stand up and to choose to live our life in a way that brings glory and honor, that points others to Jesus, that points others to your beautiful plan for our lives. And may we be examples of that. Living, breathing examples, the hands and feet of Jesus Christ on this earth. I thank you, Lord, for this opportunity. And Lord, as your word was sent out today, Lord, may it prick the hearts of those who are willing to hear it and respond. May it produce fruit, Lord Jesus, for your glory and for our good. Amen and amen. Thank you for being with me today on Cup of Hope. I do hope that you have a blessed and wonderful Monday. And Lord willing, I will see you back here on Wednesday. Bye-bye.